Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. You know I like old t-shirts. I keep most of mine under a tire iron in the trunk of my car. But now there's a better way. T-Fury. It's the original pop culture t-shirt destination. Selling unique designs every day since 2008. Are you missing a shirt from the past and want to get it again? Head to the T-Fury Gallery. Who knows what you might find there? Maybe that John Rambo shirt you've been missing. Maybe that Michael McDonald shirt. Who knows? T-Fury covers all your favorite topics. They get everything from sci-fi, TV, movies. All the shirts are a perfect complement to the long or short Jonathans you might be wearing. So check it out. Also, don't forget about T-Fury After Hours sale. If you miss the day's shirt by only a little, they keep the sale going into the wee hours of the morning just for you. So check out tfury.com forward slash Nerdist and see what today's shirt is all about. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Just tell me when, Ryan. Ryan? Oh, my God. Ryan. Oh, my God. Ryan, are you okay? Ryan. Ryan. Oh, oh boy, it's part two of our cliffhanger. Listen to the first part so you understand what's happening, but I think Ryan has gone down. It looks like he might be be dead. Well, I'll tell you what we can't do. We can't... Like, let people know that we killed him inadvertently. We're going to have to do something with his body. I don't want to get in trouble again. Let's stuff it in the pinball machines. What? Let's stuff his body inside one of the pinball machines. Uh, no one I, will ever find it there. I always thought we'd put him inside the totem pole with animals shitting on each other. I'm not going to waste a, to- a great totem pole on Ryan's body. That's true. And plus, it would Help probably... me get him into the pinball machine. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Okay. Oh, looks like he's winning. Come Look on. at this. Wait, let's keep stick him in there. Look, he's getting. He's racking he's up a remote score. He's gonna get a remote oh, He didn't ball. even play that hey, good a lot. Guys, guys, oh, Ryan. Hey, what? Who the? What the? You can, the? Who the? You can stop sticking me in the pinball machine. I was. What? I thought you were dead. Whole, I thought you. I was awake the whole time. I just wanted to see what you would do with my body if you thought I was passed out. Oh, well, Cash wanted to shove you into the pinball machine. I, I, I had to tell yeah, him. No, I heard you say. Let's stick him in the pinball machine. But you were dead. How could you? you and you that? said machines, not machine. Yeah, which makes well, you're a hefty <laughs> fellow. We're gonna have to catch you up. <laughs> I didn't like that part either. Well, are you okay? Do you feel okay? I feel great. Okay. Okay. So you just closed your eyes and didn't <laughs> respond. I do that sometimes to see what, what we would have weird, done with your yeah, body. It's a weird body. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's, it's taking weird, like I, prima donna I to a new that. level, you know. I th- it's not that prima donna. No, not it's prima donna. It's weird. Uh, uh, what's the? Thing you learn who your friends are. It's pretty morbid. That's a morbid thing to do. But yeah. you do learn who your friends. Hypochondriac. That's what it's called. Because your true friends will put you in a pinball machine. Is that yeah. right? Is that what you mean? They would call an ambulance. I think first. What's weird is that your body was maybe. racking up really high scores. You were gone scores. though. You was your body was racking up a really good score. I wasn't going to call the police. Had a lot of practice. You were gone, man. Yeah. Well, you were long gone. I said, are you alive? Are you alive? It doesn't matter how many right. ambulances you call. If the person doesn't say yes, I'm practicing. You're fucked. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. If you yeah, didn't listen you to breathing, the, yeah. really. if you didn't listen to the first episode, you need to go back or this isn't going to make any sense at all. You need to go back and listen. This to the is first the, this is the shocking totem conclusion. Pole episode. This is a shocking conclusion totem pole. of the totem pole cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, right. So, or wrong? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that episode is going to be called, but there's going to be the, the word totem pole right there in the title. totem poles. Uh, yeah, for sure. You know? Right. Um, so the bottom line is it's not going to make any to- sense. What if Go it's back like and listen to that one. 
and then uh, you know, take Thanks a little time to reflect and then listen to this one. But here's the thing, Ryan. Are you still recording? Yeah, I've been rolling this whole okay, time. Because there's still the major cliffhanger. I mean, people Wait, know so that you're you, alive. You rolled on us trying to... <laughs> That's right. So you'll you're record on your people as you pretend <laughs> right, to be dead. Right. That's really twisted, man. That's very really twisted. <sighs> but in a way, I respect it. We were Thank in the you. middle of a section Thank we like you. to call Where Were You? And can you just recap that? When you weren't wherever you are now... Where were you? TJ and I were in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. We did a live mm-hmm. show. And on the way home, first of all, we partied a little bit after the show. Uh, yeah, you really are trying to prove to the people no, no, at no. home that you party. No, no, no. Not at all. I, d- I don't party a ton, but when I do, I, I, I get the most out of it. So I was very hungover. That's true, too. The next morning. Yeah, I, was, uh, yeah. I got up pretty early and got on a plane and came home myself. And this guy was next to me on the airplane. And uh, um, he was... He, I told him how tired I was because I had been, and you know how I didn't feel very well, and he said I'm an energy healer. I'm a healer. I can read your aura, and mm. he was reading sort of a Buddhist book, and uh, he said, "Would you like me?" He was to, reading as he talked to you. <laughs> as he talked to me, it was actually a, a floor, it was a see-through book, so he could read and see me through the book. And he, the, actually, the passage <laughs> that he read out loud was, "How are you doing? Yeah. I'm a spiritual healer." <laughs> Really, he might not have been talking to me. He might have been just reading out loud from his see-through book. <laughs> In any event, he said, would you like me to put you to sleep? And I said, well, what would that entail? I mean, what, what is that? He said, I'm going to tell you about being a spiritual healer. <laughs> he said, I'll, I'll put you to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dad. He said, uh, I will you know, read your energy fields, and I will periodically, if you don't mind, I might touch you. He said that. Like, don't be alarmed. Sounds more like a way for him to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but to flimsy up the numbers. It so flimsy to speak. up the numbers on my body a little bit. <laughs> but I, I want to say that I was afraid. This girl flimsy up the numbers on my body last night. <laughs> I was afraid. You said that to a stranger. Could they ever piece together what you meant? Flimsy up the numbers. Yeah. Hey, I was with a girl outside. She flimsy up the numbers with my body. <laughs> What would that be exactly? Flimsying up the numbers. That's why I think a stranger would be like, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. If we don't understand it, how could they? Yeah. In any event, here's the thing. I, I decided to let this guy do with his the work. numbers regarding. So you know, you go, you know, oh, the, like she, you guys had sex, and then she went off and told people like, yeah, his hips were like a 39, and they were actually <laughs> like a 38. You know, and she's like, yeah, his uh, his collar size was a 17 and a half, and it's actually like a 15. That's flimsing up the numbers yeah. with your body, because that's what girls say about us after they fool around with us. They're like, his collar size. <laughs> was really large. His hat size was incredibly small. (laughs) The rest of him was full-bodied. I like tiny, tiny heads and huge necks. Tiny, soft, pillowy heads. Make a little fort out of those heads. Yeah. In any event, back to my story, I decided to... I just hit myself in the face. You're no pinball wizard, let me because tell you. Yeah, that's true. You are no pinball that's wizard. True. So, okay, so I decided to let him do it because I was like, either way, I'm going to fall asleep. What difference does it make? I want to see what this guy does. So once in a while, I'd open my eyes. I put my hat over my eyes. Once in a while, I'd open them just to see what he was doing. And he was like doing this like thing with his hands like over me. And then yeah, once in a while, can, he'd touch my just wrist. Just listening to that, me. I can clearly tell what you're doing. Yeah, I know. I'm doing it right the li- now. In the, the listeners st- are in, in just like... Here. There's just silence. Yeah. And it's, okay, I'm doing it with my hands. No, picture. <laughs> okay. We got it. Yeah. Now, now you got it. People at home, uh, everyone's listening at home. Picture. Picture someone doing picture a hula, hula dance. Yeah, a hula, hula dance. Yeah, and a luau. But it's, but, but Cash is not wearing a, a grass skirt. He's right. naked from don't the waist that. down. Yeah, don't picture that. And he's up and he's sort of doing his little hula stuff with his right. hands. So, so he's doing this above me. And, then, and once in a while, he's like tapping me a little bit. And then eventually I did fall asleep because you're going to fall asleep anyway when you're that tired and hungover. And then when we woke up, and this is the part I wanted to get to. Was the hand job? He was then? waiting for me. The hand job was, you know. Suspected best. <laughs> uh, I suspect it wasn't even a hand job. It was just him asking me for money at the end of the thing. It's hard, you know. It just doesn't make you feel that romantic to blow your load into a barf bag, you know. I'll cut a what a barf bag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll cut that part, but um, I'd rather you didn't because I gotta say, you know, they have to enjoy is, the show. What warts is and all? What is warts ejaculating? What is ejaculating? But your dick barfing. <laughs> 
a barfing penis. It's just a penis barf. Well, it's a sneezing penis. I think we no, came but to also I think we can go one step further and say ejaculation is a penis barf. It's a penis with an eye problem. It's a penis puke. Okay, with a watery eye. You really do think of that as a one eye. I always think of that as, and I have a joke about it in my my comedy routine now. I always think of the penis that not as an eye because it's at the center and down near the bottom. I always think of that as the mouth and imagine that the penis is a blind animal <laughs> that's sort of like trying to search its way around and it crawls like that, you know, just like feeling around with the head because it's blind and then finding its way and then scooching the balls in the back of the shaft forward and then it keeps going. Like that's how I imagine the penis as its own independent animal on a planet that is all sand and sand dunes. <laughs> Did you, what are those uh, water, you know, the people that have the stick, that they'd find water with the stick? Divining rod? Divining rod. Do you think that the penis was the first divining rod? Do you think people ever used their... It definitely found its way to some place that was <clears throat> more wet. <laughs> ah! Oh, shoot. The pinball machine just landed on your foot. Sorry about that. Wow. Is that the pinball machine? I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry, buddy. Listen, I do have a big gift for you. I'm going to reveal it at the end of this episode. Here's the thing. Get it off. Here, let me just lift it up. Oh, okay. thank you. Yeah. Listen, bud, here's the thing. I woke up and he was waiting to see how it went. He was like, Did it work? And I was like and I was like, It 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 did work. It was wonderful. Thank you for doing that. And here's the thing. I think these energy healers Don't maybe their whole career works. is just based on the fact that none of us want to make them feel bad. <laughs> you know? Like that's that's their entire and same with same with hypnotist. Do you think anyone ever even gets hypnotized? I don't think so. I don't think it even works. I think it's a bunch of people trying to be nice to somebody because they care so much. Just going, yeah, it worked. It worked. Thank you. You really changed my life. That's the entire industry is based on people not hurting someone else's feelings. What do you think? Because uh, I did not want to hurt this man's feelings. He was very genuine. I mean, he was very like he cared. He wanted it to work. I couldn't let him down. I was falling asleep regardless. I didn't care. I think that's a great idea. I mean, it's it's possible that, yeah, those people kind of just make a living off of people either not only hurt their feelings or be, like tricking themselves into believing. Into believing some of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, okay, so we know that that's true of maybe hypnotists, energy healers. What else? Well, Kay went goes to a shaman because she's a real fucking weirdo. And, uh, a shaman? I think shamans, too. This guy... I went in because she was like, "You got to go in. It's so weird. You'll you'll think it's hilarious." Is it like in a cave or where? Is no, he he lives in a house in Los Angeles, and his name is Shaman Durek. That's and, his name. Yeah, and he, uh, yeah, I I kept pronouncing it Shaman, Shaman. Um, that's weird because that was supposed to be a joke, but it wasn't funny. But it sounded <laughs> enough like a fact that you guys were like, "Yeah, that makes sense. I could see you doing that." And I was like, "Right on." Uh, no, but I, you know, you go in and you sit down with him, and he's basically just a life coach, but he has sort of a spiritual twist. Okay. So he tells you about how he's died, and he came back to life, and, you know, people, um, you know, he's always had this gift, and he's traveled all over the world and studied with other shamans, but he's just a life coach. He's just a guy who's like, well, I don't think, what is this? I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can. I mean, I never said that, because I believe that that is possible. But, you know, he goes, you know, don't, don't say I can't do this. What, what is this? I can't do it. You know, you say, you say I can do it. I'm going to do it. Don't even say I can do it. Say I'm going to do it. And then I'll go, hold on a second. Your spirit guides are telling me something. Okay. They're also telling me that you may be afraid of commitment. And I'm like, no, they didn't. You just say that to every guy. And they're like, is mine a fox or is it a lion? Who are you talking to? And I go, no, I'm not afraid of commitment at all. In fact, you couldn't be more wrong. And he's like, well, are you afraid to commit to the idea of being with one person? <laughs> and and I and I swear to God, I get to the point. I, I he was really nice, and I talked to him a lot. And it actually ended up was he wearing like a bear kelp? He was wearing like a kelp, 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 bear kelp, kelp. A bear. Kelp. Uh, no, I like that. Kelp. He had a, he had made a robe that fashioned to look as if it was a bear out of sea kelp. Sea kelp, a sea kelp outfit. Uh, no, no, what is it? No bear pelt. pelt. Yeah, no bear pelts. Pelt? No, no pelts. He just was in like this flowing turquoise 
you know, like because the outfit's important. Look, it is the outfit's well, important. Because at one point he said to me, you know, my father told me never judge a man until you've walked a mile in his shoes. And I just looked him dead in the eyes and I was like, you're not wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been the show. Yeah. Uh, and by the by the end of it, you know, you know, when he and I were talking, but would you like, have taken him more seriously if you'd walked in? He was wearing a bear pelt. <laughs> Cash is like, let me get you back on track. No, but I just am curious. Uh, regarding the bear pelt. What their, what their, outfit, their outfit's important. If he'd been wearing a bear pelt. No, I would have thought he was more ridiculous. Okay. It actually helps him to appear to be more like normal. normal. Okay. okay. Um, or as I call it, yormal. Mm-hmm. Which I've never heard you say. I haven't, and I've never said it <laughs> out loud. It, yeah. This is yes. really, I waited until today you to, waited reveal to reveal that. Yeah. That is the cliffhanger. All the time what in my head, I'm like, normally, never in, my, in my mind, <laughs> it's, uh, all the time in my life, I go, well, normally, Yormal. and in my mind, I go, or his eyes say, normally, but I never, never said it out loud. But never yeah, out loud. I never brought it up. I never yeah. brought it up. I feel um, like that we've reached a level of trust now where you can say, normal and you were thinking it all those years. It feels more normal to say it now. Let you feel like you've come way. out of the closet. Normally, the I wouldn't extra even large closet that you came out of. That closet is so gigantic. I was I was boating in the There's closet. A lot of words in there. I thought it was a fucking lake for a while. You know, <laughs> couldn't you have see a big the, I couldn't see the edges of it. Well, you know, you have a big closet when you've got sixty four <laughs> pinball machines inside, <laughs> and all of them belong to Ryan. <laughs> anyway, um, so what happened then? Well, I can't imagine what we were just talking about. Uh, the life coach shaman, uh, yes. aka shaman, shaman Durek, and uh, no, it just it, we sort of came to the end of the session, and he sort of said like, "Well, you don't have to believe, you know, in in the things that I'm talking about, and I don't necessarily need to believe in the things that you're talking about." Because he he would he sort of talked to me, and he was trying to like understand stuff and figure out where I was coming from, and so. As he was more and more inquisitive, it just eventually I sort of revealed my philosophy of absurdity to him. And talked about nihilism and Nietzsche and Socrates. But your girlfriend believes in Epicurus and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think she believes that it's possible that there. She, and the main the main reason is she likes to believe in magic. She hmm. thinks that okay. magic, but it's not a bad, to her magic not a bad can quality. be anything. It not can a bad be, quality. Yeah, it can be something like you know somebody. You all day you've been thinking about. Having you know, a, having a meal like a, you know, t- a, some some sort of chicken meal when you get home, and you get home, and you know your boyfriend or girlfriend decided to make you a chicken dinner. She's like, "That's magic." Look, I mean, there's people that believe. Look, and, I, and then I hit her. There's, I there's, just slap her in the face. There's, there's palm readers. Now I slap her with a right? with an infant's hand. <laughs> I hold a baby, and I slap her with the the, the baby's hand. It doesn't hurt. She likes it. <laughs> She's always like, slap me again. His, his little palms are so soft. And I'm like, okay, only one more time because I got to get this baby back to the stroller before the mama comes out the bathroom. <laughs> but I think you make a good point. It's it's a more lovable quality, I think. People that believe, that aren't so cynical, they believe things like palm readers and, and uh, shamans, all, all these bullshit. sorts of things. I disagree. It might, no, I, let me just say, I think that the cynicism... Uh, is is less fun to be around uh, cynical people than uh, people that believe in in magical things. Maybe yeah, I'd maybe take a more magical person over a much 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 more cynical person. But I have to choose between being a little bit of one or the other. Sometimes it's hard for me to be around that kind of shit. I mean, I, I get it, and I'm trying to be more open to it because it is a big part of Los Angeles. And I also think talking to anybody about anything. You know, in, with a focus on self improvement or self actualization. The reason it makes well, then, the reason the reason it makes sense to me too, though, is that there's there's just more out there that we don't understand than the, than that we do understand. And I think cynicism leads to feeling like you understand things. And ooh, that's a really good and, point. And I do think there's less out there that we know what it all means. This is a giant universe, and we have to allow for uh, opening our awareness enough to believe that magic does exist, that that things that we don't understand exist more than that we do exist. That's all I'm saying. He, you know, he kind of came at me with a similar vibe. and he The shaman? Yeah, and he was also trying to say, like, now you can believe that you don't have spirit guides, and you can believe that... You know, you don't that you, you haven't been reincarnated or all this stuff. He didn't say too much stuff about that, but I was like, I don't, I don't believe any of that, and uh, I don't believe anything that I'm saying either. I just think that this is all 
a byproduct of human evolution and we have been given brains that are able to ask questions that there aren't answers to and also evaluate everything for meaning when there might not be any meaning. And he was like, well, how can you say that? What makes you want to get up in the morning if you have no meaning? I was like, I didn't say I have no meaning. I said that there is no meaning, but we can all make our own meaning. And your meaning that you made was to become a shaman and talk to fake birds in the sky <laughs> and ask questions about beer pelt prices. Beer pelt, not bear pelt. Beer pelt. I'd love to wear a bear, a bear pelt, pelt that had pockets for beers. A beer pelt. A beer <laughs> pelt. That's great. A beer pelt. A beer pelt. A beer pelt. It's a bear pelt that holds beer. So anyway, you told him that's your uh, path, and my path is to make fun of people like, like you. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we all—that's my reality. But it's so. great because if you have a philosophy and absurdism, then it beats, it trumps all of our philosophy. It does. <laughs> your no, philosophy trumps. There's no way to. There's no way to defeat it because it collapses into itself. So if you say, <coughs> sorry. So if you say. I think all of this is ridiculous, you know, that we're talking about this, that we're in here, that you're not wearing shoes and you just said you need to walk a mile in a man's shoes. All of that is totally ridiculous. And he's like, well, I think you use comedy to distance yourself from it. And I'm like, maybe I do. But you telling me that is absurd because you're <laughs> saying to another human being like, I think that to protect your own feelings, your concept of a self is trying to make fun of it so that you don't feel as attached. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're two like slightly more grown bonobo chimps just trying to pretend that we don't want to fuck and eat right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When instead we'll sit and be like, well, what, you know, what do you think would make you feel like a more sort of a happier, more self-actualized individual in your everyday life? Well, you know, I wish I could focus on money less. Like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? What is going on? This doesn't have anything to do with anything. I like what you just said. We're, we're slightly more grown bonobo chimps. Yep. Yeah, because I, I saw this TED Talk where um, we are two steps away from chimps and I think they're bonobo. It's probably not the name of it at all. People we think we're like, different because we rely mostly on our left brain. Yeah, you think that's it? Yeah, we, we, we rely on our logic. So we think that that logic is all accurate. Because it's our left brain making all you know. Mostly we ruminate and we think, and our the right brain, brain is the, the right brain. One, no, is no, it? no. It's the right brain. Okay. And the left brain, you know, ends up doing all these uh, ruminating and, and and figuring stuff out and planning for the future, mm -hmm. and thinking about the past and and all this sort of stuff, and it calls the shots with us so much now that we've completely almost eliminated the right brain, which uh, the animals are generally using. And if we can get back and make that mix a little bit closer to what it probably was meant to be, I think people would be happier. But this is a, that might be a different discussion. I mean, there's, there's a longer discussion of that because I think that the aim of everything is to create happiness and be happy. And but that's me making that particular meaning. It's ridiculous, also, because well, it's like really at the heart of that is me going like, "This is the saddest situation any of us have ever been in." If we actually look it directly in the face, well, this is the so thing. we've got to try and be happy in the meantime. My favorite thing, one of my favorite moments in our friendship was we were, uh, we had uh, imbibed a little bit. Is you can't imbibe with marijuana? He's really, he's really trying to make it seem like he parties a lot. I know. No, no, no. I'm not trying he's to make it seem like just he's one like, time. Do you remember the time that we were no? There's imbibing? a I, 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 How much does a guy party if he's like? Can you imbibe. say imbibing when you're talking about marijuana? <laughs> no, but you day. can say grass when you're talking about getting high. Was, okay, we were getting high. There was this day we were walking. There was that Saturday we were walking around. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Yeah. And you got really, really into saying this is the sort of thing when you you're high, you get very optimistic about certain things, right? And you said, if I can just, through my comedy, um, have people accept death. Release the death I, anxiety. I think they'll have done something. I think they'll, I'll have done something as a comedian. And I said, if you can get people to accept <laughs> death, you will not only be a good comedian, you will be the greatest person in the history of civilization. Like, it was, like let's take it out of the comedy realm. Like, if you can somehow find a way to ease people's pain about death. <laughs> You are a superhero, right? So it was so funny, though. He was very optimistic about it. He's like, if I could just get people to accept through my comedy, I think I'll really have done something. I'm like, no, that's that's you'll have done a lot. Yes, that's a great that's a pretty ambitious. Listen, goal. am I a messiah? No. Am I a prophet? No. Do I know how to spell prophet? Depends on which one. Here's the thing. <laughs> 
I yeah, I I that's that's my main focus at least right now as I've been thinking lately about just like the first step and Epicurus believes this who's the Grecian philosopher that's also my favorite dude probably of all time. Um and he just said his philosophy is so great. He's like you begin your sort of quest for happiness and to live in a state of perpetual happiness by releasing the death anxiety. And you can't, it's very hard to do. So you can't do it in a week or a month. It'll take a year. It'll take years. It could. But once you release yourself from that death anxiety, then you can move on to sort of enjoy the rest of life and not have that thing in the back of your mm-hmm. head. Cause that thing drives a lot of people in ways that they don't even realize. It's like, I don't want to miss out on this thing. I've got to go to this thing. I got to go to this party. I need to do this. I need to make more money. I've got to get the promotion. I need to get a new car. I need all those things are a little bit like racing, racing, racing to get everything done and be happy before you die. There is, there is an aspect of that. And even when we say, well, I want to like what I just said, I, there's just an example of it is me going, well, you know, on the bus, we were trying to be, we were trying to live it up and be kind of a rock star experience. And you ask, like, well, how much longer can you do that? And I said, well, I don't know. That's why we got to do it now. It's it's all of us talking about the same thing, you know, time, which also time is God. I'll explain that later. And then – I thought uh, you did explain it. That means uh, eating out of a trash can. Time is God. <laughs> Ryan, that was on the live show. TJ tweeted, time is God. And then he's like, I'll explain later. And then his next tweet was – uh, you ever find yourself eating out of a trash can or something like that? <laughs> it's so funny, the sequence of events. But I will tell you that... Yeah, did I mention I was imbibing that night? Uh, I imbibed a little bit. <laughs> I imbibed it up. Uh, yeah, so I, I think... I agree with you, That's though. a big thing. And so I'm trying to figure out in comedy... It's so hard, though. It's Very harder hard than doing, quote-unquote, edgy death. political yeah, or right. racial comedy right. or any of that stuff. The second that I start talking about all of us are going to die... Yeah. The audience really is not okay yeah. with it. It yeah. makes them very that uncomfortable. Makes sense, yeah. So I've been working on it, and it's I got a couple thing. of bits. It's the thing that just hangs over all of us. The first thing that I'm mess- messing around with is the idea of eternal life. Like, would you live eternally? I think we've talked. We've about talked this about that. But yeah, yeah, so I'll go in the audience and I say to people like, "Hey, would you live eternally?" And you know, most of them say yes. And then I I look at whoever their girlfriend is. And because actually, I'll tell the story. Can you slap her with a baby? With a baby's hand? Is that the baby? Not with a baby? What are you fucking out of your mind? <laughs> I'm going to go to jail over here. Jeez, I'm not going to batter an infant. I'll steal one for a little while, borrow. I just think it's great we can have conversations like this. And earlier we had a conversation about uh, animals shitting, shitting on other smaller animals, smaller animals on a totem pole. It's, it's great really to important. have a friend like you that can. If you're going to talk about this, you can do both. You if, can you're go, li- if your listeners are going to talk about this thing, you've got to say, you've got to say. Out of all my guests, you're very versatile. You've got to say, I don't know, man. I didn't get a fucking pinball machine. Well, to I've got a speak gift for of. you. I've got a really great gift for you. Those of you that are going to talk about this that particular thing on the podcast for your listeners, I think Cash, you know, they should remember it's. We're talking about, and maybe say this: if you're if you're in a conversation, it seems like you're at a stalemate. You know, just say, "All right, look, we're talking about animals shitting on other smaller animals." Yeah, change the course of the conversation. Yeah, that that would pretty much. Uh... I also looked at a house today that had a bird bath. Are you serious? And I had a birdbath conversation about the birdbath. Are you serious? I was like, look at this birdbath. Okay, it's like, yeah. And I was like, cool, huh? She's like, yeah. And I was like, see the holes so that if it overfills, it'll sort of spill out the edges? She's like, yep. And I'm like, huh. There's a lot of, we'd have to clean it out though. It's got a lot of like, uh, leaves and stuff in it. And she's like, yeah, we would. And I'm like, but that's pretty cool. There's a bird bath right here. She goes, yeah. And then I walked away. I was like, we've wasted that entire parts of our lives. That's definitely a bird bath conversation. It's blasphemy to waste time because time. Is God. These are all some of the essential questions of human nature, which we like to talk about. And I essentially, this is essential questions of human nature. <laughs> we never, we never finished this uh, podcast. <laughs> we never finished this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the episode. As we go, and we never finished this podcast, did we? And then they never yeah, talk again. That's it. Can you guys feel that we're just kind of inching in the fact that after the 100th episode, we're quitting prayer? Can you feel it? It's just bubbling. It just beneath the surface. Um, no, we can't. The fans, the fans have spoken. Everything can be a ladle. 
Yeah, we have to we have to get to 365 episodes, and that's when we jump off the uh, the billboard. This guy comes up to me after a show. That's right. Yeah. We should do that. This guy comes up to me after a show, and he's so you know he's very nice, but he's mm-hmm. like, I don't think any everything can be a ladle. And I was like, that's not true. And pretty much anything can be a ladle if you put a handle on it yeah. and call it a ladle. Yeah, I was like a trash can, shoe. You know what I mean? Kleenex box, whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, he goes, well, what about a person? A person can't be a ladle, can they? Oh, absolutely. And I said, open your mouth. And he's like, why? And I was like, open your mouth. And he opened his mouth, and I grabbed him by his erect dick, and I fucking <laughs> dipped his face in gravy. And I poured the gravy on a hot dog, and I shoved it in his fat fucking mouth. And I told him to go fuck himself, Mr. Ladle. Uh, I don't believe that happened. <laughs> I, no, that's, it wasn't erect, but he—it yeah. uh, it really hurt him. I mean, he, I don't think he'll be able to have kids. Essentially, uh, we have an essential question. I'm so glad that there was a huge bucket of gravy right next. I to know. Him. Really I don't know lucky. if he had brought that. I think somebody may have left that behind. It was a to-go bucket. I'm- I'm stunned he was erect. They brought it to I, uh, I'm really stunned that that I conversation just, made him erect. He was so excited to sort of trump me with this yeah. ladle thing that he got rock hard. And yeah. that was his first mistake. You know what his second one was? Try to tell me that a person can't be a ladle. You know what his third mistake was? Swallowing all that gravy. I saw him. He looked sick on the way out. Could have been because I picked him up by his dick, though. How come that doesn't happen more? You know what I mean? Just like people a- rarely get yeah picked up by their penis. <laughs> it's uh, you don't see it very often. I mean, certain cartoons, you know. I mean, can we just? You really don't. It's what you just said again. <laughs> you're two people's father, and you said you don't like. I, I you have to understand. I'm not saying the content of what you're saying is like some how not yeah. dignified. I'm enjoying the idea. That someone somewhere could be like, yeah, my father right now is talking about how it's true. It's true. You don't hear many people getting picked up by their penises. <laughs> it's just such, you know, what's great about this show and why it's such a hit in Washington, D.C. is because the, Politicians, lo- the logic that we apply to the nonsense, parliament. we are rigorous in our reasoning. When we discuss complete and utter, yeah, hogwash. we are rigorous. It's horse feathers. It is. It's. It's. Horse I can't believe yeah. you guys have allowed yourself to be uh, uh, corn swoggled into this. That's not one. Yeah, maybe no, horn swoggled. It's. Uh, it's really. Uh, I know the parliament loves us out there. Uh, they listen a lot. The parliament in Washington D.C. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to stop the podcast just for a second, <laughs> Ryan, if you could, and tell you, Cash, uh, the parliament is uh, in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and they okay. have one, I think, in Australia. But the, the United States has a government. <laughs> oh, I see. I see how it works. <laughs> what Listen, if that was me? I wanted the to... United States has a government. <laughs> Isn't the parliament part of the... <laughs> <laughs> are you better friends? I'm, I'm moving along to essential questions. People are very curious what we're going to well, say and next. You're, I think people are starting... In, I want to apologize. People, I think, are starting to get sick of kind of like the distractions and all that stuff. They want to hear the full podcast. So, you know. <laughs> Listen, this is what I wanted to talk about this during the live show. Are you better friends with the person you sing out loud in the car with or the people you give your kidney to? Who's a better friend? Sing out loud in the car. I think so too. There are there's obligation that makes you give someone a there kidney. There were there are circumstances when you give someone a kidney. You have to, you obligate. And you didn't totally love. You didn't even like them. Yeah, well, you, you liked obligated. them, but they weren't one of your I best friends. You're not singing out loud in a car with someone that you don't really get along with. I think it's well. the mark of a real friend when you can feel comfortable enough to sing out loud in the car. I would not date someone I couldn't sing out loud in the car with. Yeah. Or, or marry anyone. You know. I, I, I'll date somebody who won't uh, sing out loud, though. And I will also sing out loud at somebody I won't date. <laughs> I'll be like, you can dream, but it will never happen. <laughs> I love that I was going to continue would, that song, but it was just And I wouldn't date maybe. anyone that I couldn't perform in front of. How, how would you ever be able to do that? Well, I've there are never people that like, feel uncomfortable performing in front of their spouses. I've, have you ever talked to anyone ex, like that? I had an ex a long time ago. Because they're too critical? This uh, my, my housewife, Dernard. And uh, yeah, she would like say that the album, that fake music album was stupid. 
And I'd be like, yeah, that's the point of it. Again, another upside to the philosophy of absurdity. Like, yeah, that's the point of it. It's supposed to be stupid. It's making fun of the fact that people do that. And she's like, well, I just think that's a dumb idea. You know? Or or I, I would go and do a show and she'd be like, I just didn't think that was a very good set. Then that makes you want to perform in front of a person less. Yeah, that's not But good. I can still perform in front of them. I mean, can you imagine? It, it is weird. I do know a couple... I know a couple of comics whose wives don't watch them perform ever. They, well, they, would, they would come to a, a special taping or something, but they would never just right. go to a show for fun. Right. <coughs> Which is ridiculous. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think you can, you don't want to go. Then they go, do you know this? They go, well, I mean, I don't go to where she works and, and just hang out and watch her. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, because she types for eight hours a day. You fucking idiot. Yeah. We go and do something fun where you can drink alcohol, and it only lasts an hour. That's my job. <laughs> Sometimes it's only 20 minutes. I think you want to also date or marry someone that enjoys <laughs> your, uh, your skill level and your majesty in bed. Because you don't need to do an audition to in the bedroom. <laughs> You know, you don't need to the ever Levy say unauthorized autobiography. That's right. You don't need to audition to fuck. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you never need to say, how was it for you? You don't ever need to say that because you shouldn't care how it was for them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's every man for himself. Every man for himself. Uh, I, yeah, I would agree. I mean, I'm, I'm in a pretty good and lucky situation now to be in a relationship where the sexual side of it is completely takes care of itself. Mm -hmm. It's like not even a conversation except to say, you just order out. You just order out. Yeah. We (laughs) have somebody else take care of that. (laughs) I love take care of itself. And you're like, yeah. Like when you order take out, (laughs) take out sex where you don't want to deal with it. You just kind of order somebody. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We each order, you know, a, an escort online and have sex with that person individually. It just takes care of itself. They get out of there. We never have to touch. Yeah. We don't break eye contact the whole time. Of course not. Of course not. Um, but, you know, that's, uh, yeah, I think you got to be able to have good sex. That's what Kay and I are talking about with um, a House of Cards a lot lately. Is that. They, it's good to have sex too? Well, they. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's funny? You were saying it's good to have sex to the House of Cards, like while watching it having yeah. sex. Yeah, I thought you, you thought that our conversation was like we've been talking about that with House of Cards a lot, uh, and you're like that it's good to have sex too, like also in addition to watching House of Cards. So those are our conversations. It's like God, House of Cards is great. I mean, it might be better than The Sopranos. I know it's only been two seasons, but it certainly is up there. I like it more than Breaking Bad. Also, it's good to have sex, too. <laughs> we should have sex also, in addition to watching this and talking about it. Um, Essentially. Yeah, you gotta, I mean, you know me, man. you got to fuck till you truck. That's always been my that's, you've, you've often said that. And I do. I fuck till I truck. So I'll fuck nonstop until I'm getting a Class C license. I start I've actually heard you say that out loud. Tri-state. Yeah. It's not like that other phrase you said you were going to use. Well, normally I don't. Normally. Normally I don't bring up my pronunciation of the word normally. Yeah. But I always bring up fuck until you truck. You say fuck until you're trucking <coughs> till the cows come home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily drive a you know a long haul with livestock sure sure even if it was bringing the cows back to their sure, home sure let's move it along to a i guess i have with, done yeah, that okay i have fucked till i trucked and as you know i'll fuck till i truck until the cows come home but i was trucking and i brought a group of cows back to their home and so i stopped fucking and trucking <laughs> You know what? Uh, I'm going to jump around for a second. Wait, but here. I'm happy about that. I'm going to jump around and and. But and, you can't make me feel bad about what I'm I just I'm going to jump over to a, to a masker's question because it's about what we're talking about right now. Like 85% of superheroes, this is Maskers. You know what? There was a guy in college who told me. He's, it was one of the meanest things I'd ever heard in my life. His name's Eric Cederbaum. Okay. C-E-D-E-R-B-A-U-M. Uh, okay. Uh, E-R-I-C. So look him up on Facebook and make him feel bad about this. If you have some time, go on Facebook, find Eric Cedarbaum. I don't know where he lives, but he's got like short blonde hair or something like that. But he went to George Washington University and he said to me once, he goes, you know, you're not that funny. You just talk a lot. 
And I was like, what? And he's like, if everybody talked as much as you do, they'd all be as funny as you are. That's the meanest thing I've ever heard. That's the meanest thing I've ever heard. And I will forever wonder if it's true. (laughs) Such a terrible little piece of shit. So if you guys go on his Facebook and just say, like, I can't believe you said that thing to TJ uh, way back in the day. Just say that. (laughs) Can't believe you said that thing to TJ way back in the day. Philip Repco writes, uh, what's your hashtag Rexerd? That's sex record in one day. And then Philip writes, it's not about fucking dinosaurs, TJ. I, I will funny. never be able to live up to that. Over it. Live. <laughs> what does it have to do with sexing, having sex with dinosaurs? Rexard. I guess that sort of sounds like a dinosaur. Oh, he thought that I would go straight for that Tyrannosaurus then Rex he, Then he wrote, hashtag mine is eight. Hashtag weddings. So Philip got a little bragging in there, too. He's he had like, sex at eight different eight, weddings? Eight different weddings, or eight times he had sex in one day. At, he went to eight weddings in one day. What, what the That's fuck what is I he talking about? Yeah, I was just going to say. This is like, he started at 11 and went to those late who's, night weddings? Who's to say you can't... Dude, are you in that wedding on the east side at 10 p.m.? Who says yeah, man, you, but then I got another wedding at 11.30 on the west side. Who says you can't fit a ton into a... Uh, uh, what is it, 140 characters? There's a lot here to, lot to analyze. Well, hashtags First help. of all, what's your Rexert? Let's take this uh, in, in order. What's your Rexert? He's saying he, one had, day? he had sex eight times in one day. He claims that. Or he went to eight weddings in one day and had sex with eight different brides. I mean, well, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot stand this person <laughs> if that's the case. Um I mean, my question is, you know, how long is he just is he just prematurely ejaculating? Like, you can't really brag about how many times you had sex if you just keep coming the second that you enter the woman's <laughs> vagina, and then you're like, yeah, one down, seven more to go, and the girl's like, did you even was it in? Yeah, I've never seen it work. as a as a, a an amount type thing as a really. Uh, so you see it as the amount of time, um, in terms of how I am judged in the afterlife. No, no, just in terms of what your record is for a day. The the length of time. Your record for a day. The record of time you're having sex in a day, not the amount of times in a day. But he bragged that he had done it eight. Eight, right. That was only eight minutes, though. (laughs) For me, that would be eight hours. Really? It takes an hour for each. Takes me an hour. Ejaculation. Okay. For me to an hour to ejaculate the cash levy workout takes me an hour to become erect and then one minute to finish the task. (laughs) So it takes an hour and a minute. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. One hour hour and one minute. I love it. 45 (laughs) minutes. Your poor sex partner is like, oh, God. Uh, Yeah. You were going to get there. I've already gone past the 30 minute mark, so I'm not going to tell him to stop. But I got to tell you. Um, uh, I think mine, you know, it may have happened recently, like within the last six months, because I had <laughs> sex more in a day than I didn't have sex. Let me put it that way. In terms of time spent having sex? Yeah. Or, really? Yeah. And you I can had only, sex I over can, 12 hours. I can only ejaculate two or three times, and then I have to move straight to masturbation. And I can't ejaculate during the masturbation. It just poofs of pop rocks. Just smoke and stuff. Yeah, and sort of, and like, uh, you know the smoke that comes out of those candy cigarettes yeah. that you blow on? Yeah. That comes out of my dust penis, out of the out. urethra. Yeah, it's a little yeah. dusty penal ejection. Yeah. <laughs> ejection. And so- You ever masturbate so much it makes a whistling sound? <laughs> <laughs> There's just nothing left in there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just whistling uh, Dixie. Uh, we di- talked about death earlier. Anyway. <laughs> Shooter, this, score. And this, and this does seem funnier. Anyway, uh, it's hard to make death funny. Um, yeah, no. Okay, so, and then he says, it's not about fucking dinosaurs, TJ. Like, he's kind of getting, you know, he wants to. He's straight up coming at me. He's coming after you. He's coming at me. Some yang has been spoken on that, right? Quit talking yang. Did you say some yang? He's talking yang. I mean, he must be seeing the the yellow lights of Yonderland to be talking to me like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um <laughs> Minus eight weddings. Sure. Now listen. Uh-huh. No, I well, just. I'm sorry. I was. I was. I lost focus because uh, I know you're looking at the tweet, but it's just so funny because I used your catchphrase. And you're like, uh huh. Yeah, that's right. That's. <laughs> I right. hope he isn't looking at the honor thing. Taste it. Custom fit. <laughs> just going through the motions. <laughs> Philip. 
You got to do one full podcast with a guest where all you do is just just phone it in. Just full body release right there. Shy, shy. Shy, shy. Shy, shy. Shy, if we stay here, the party's not going to go well. Uh, to eat things, <laughs> to eat things that'll make a Billy go puke. Yeah. To kill, period. <laughs> Body bags. <laughs> um, listen, I, I just like how he writes minus eight and then hashtag weddings. So like he's bragging that this happened at a wedding. He had sex well, with no, no, eight no, different people at a is wedding. Is it weddings plural? He had sex with eight different times at a wedding. That's a actually that was a boring wedding, and he just took his date. To different locations. Well, or I hope that he's the I hope that he's like the the groom, right? I mean, how terrible oh. would that be if mm. he what is he just a groomsman and he's just like sorry I couldn't make it to the rehearsal dinner. I was straight fucking. <laughs> hey, where are you going? <laughs> you just left. I'm going over here to jack off to the idea of dinosaurs. <laughs> so okay. uh, actually, we paused for a second there, yeah. and when we started back up, I said, "What were we talking about? Was the dinosaur jacking off or time is gone?" <laughs> The I want sacred, to apologize to all of your listeners. The sacred and the profane. That's what we talk about. The sacred and the our, profane. Uh, that's our, that's that's our ebony and ivory. Yeah. I want to go back really quick to, to Tweedalize. It's a section we like to call Tweedalize. And I love uh, it. Now, that is, that is until they think of a better name for it. Real. This is Tweedalize. That is I have, the name. I have right, something. that's the name. It's not a working well, title. Well, it's kind of a working title. I don't think uh, it is. I DJ. just said that I don't think it is. Um, I actually believe that it is a working uh, title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, you know, some people like to call it "Tweet of the Moment." Telling you what my heart meant. I'm going to tell you about these people. Tweet of the Moment. Uh, some people like to call it uh, "Tweetest Taboo." <laughs> That's that. I, was, what is it? Taboo. Sweetest Taboo. What is it? Ryan's sadly yeah. like, yeah. Other people like to call it, Tweet dreams are made of this. Travel the world and the twelven tweets. Tweeting seven seeds. <laughs> Looking for something. Tweet me <laughs> like lovers do. Tweet me like lovers do. <laughs> God, I hate it. Can I tell you that yeah. after, show, after shows, people would come up and be like, they would be like, hey, and I got to tell you something. And I'm like, yeah, what? And they go, because they'd say, I love the podcast. It's great. And I'd be like, oh, that's so nice of you. I could give a shit. Get out of my face. <laughs> and then, But a lot of them were like this. They go, hey, um, I just have to admit something to you. And I'd be like, what? And they're like, I'm one of the ones that likes when Cash Levy sings. <laughs> Do you want to know how many people said that to me? I'm not joking on this tour. Like Six. Really? People came up and said, I don't like Cash singing on the podcast. Zero. <laughs> Zero. You're batting 6,000 right now, buddy. Do you understand? Well, thank you, fans. I right? appreciate You're... the 12 and a half coming to my aid. This I'm surprised is... you didn't tell me that, no, you'd still be batting 1,000. Um, hmm. Are you actually a baseball coach? <laughs> or is that some charlatan moves to try and be able to go off and do your... Totem pole carving. I actually am a shaman. <laughs> Do some you wrote, shaman. You wrote, I puke sometimes, not mm. today, but sometimes. A poem by Wee Wee Pee Pee. <laughs> and I was just going to say, I I like his earlier work, uh, Wee Wee Pee Pee. It's more profound. This is more revisionist. You know this. I don't understand why people don't think I'm a good writer. <laughs> I mean, that's a great joke. I puke sometimes, mm-hmm. not today. But sometimes. <laughs> yeah. A poem by T.T. Wee Wee. I love that. That's a great poem. <laughs> Wee Wee. Sorry. Wee Wee Pee Pee. Oh, my God. I just revealed my pseudonym. You have very profound tweets. Here's another one you wrote. Uh, Quit talking about donkey sex, you weirdos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true, though. It's, it's like, why are you guys talking ta- about who's it? Who's talking about donkey sex? The fucking weirdos. <laughs> you quit talking about it. All right. Wait, Cash. You okay. wrote... This is two hours ago. I have an ant problem in my car, but really, the ants are the ones with the problems since they're stuck inside my dirty car. <laughs> Hashtag taste it. <laughs> I love the kid. Think about it. They are stuck inside my taste car. Taste it. <laughs> Such a weird ending. 
<laughs> I have an ant problem in my car, but really the ants are the ones with the problem since they're stuck inside my dirty car. Taste it. <laughs> so insane. Then a day ago you wrote, <clears throat> I'm getting, this is a great one. Yeah. I'm getting a bad feeling that no one is living vicariously through me. <laughs> and you know, that's why... <laughs> I like, I'm getting a bad feeling. Not like, I'm getting a feeling. <laughs> that's what happens when you become a dad, you know? And that's why I've been imbibing as much as possible. Imbibulation sometimes. Sometimes uh, I'm you know, smoking marijuana. I'm doing what I can to keep the dream alive. But I'm slowly dying. Don't think, I think I live vicariously I'm through you dying. because of your family. That's true. Huh? I live vicariously through you because of your family. Because uh, I don't have a family. Ultimately, okay. I'm I'm lonely. I'm just a guy who fucks more than he does in every day of his life <laughs> <laughs> with the girl that it's the dopest girl in any building. And, you know, I don't have any kids that hate me or, or take me for granted. And I don't have a, you know, a home. Yeah. Well, I, I've got I a house. You're. You're someone to live vicariously through. You know how people are like, uh, you really made this house a home? Uh, when people came over from my housewarming party, they were like, you really made this home a house. <laughs> we came over here when the previous people lived here, and it was, felt really like a home, and this just feels like some fucking house. Yeah. I was. I actually wrote that tweet. And I, was I was showing house. Yeah. The television show. <laughs> at the party. I was, I was watching the Olympics. Uh, I was watching curling. And that's when it occurred to me that not only is no one living vicariously through me, I'm living vicariously through the wrong people. You're living vicariously it's through the curling women? Yeah, yeah. It's important to live vicariously through the right people. Boy, there's some of those curling girls, though. Did you see the, I think it was the Swedish ones versus the German ones? Holy <laughs> God. I was like, you can push my whatever that thing is, and I don't understand the rules of the game anytime you want, lady. <laughs> Uh, you wrote, in fact, about the Olympics, there's yeah. a difference between a sport and a stunt. The Winter Olympics yeah. had too much of the latter now. Yeah, I didn't phrase that right. I didn't but, get that yeah, at all, yeah. Yeah, latter now. That was uh, sort of a... That, all I was trying to say, look, <laughs> who cares what I tweeted? Ladder now. Who cares what anyway. I tweeted? I shouldn't have said now at the end of ladder. All I'm saying is, I think most of the sports... Uh, with the Olympics, were, were, were stunts. I mean, I they're very difficult, but if you're just doing one movement... Um, you know, it's it's impressive, but that doesn't make it a sport. Now I no. want to move it along to tiny opinions. I have a very tiny opinion. Though they are in fact normal sized men, they have tiny opinions. Um, I, I'm a little. I, I don't think a waitress should say, say uh, "How's your food tasting?" Uh, more than three times per meal. I don't. I don't want to continue to reassure the waitress that she brought the right food to me. I mean. The food tastes about as good as it did two bites ago. Like, eventually, <laughs> I want to know, like, is there something I should know about the food? Why do you keep asking me? How's everything taste? How's everything taste? Well, she may be a person who doesn't have any taste buds or sensory <laughs> just in her mouth. So she's like, how does everything taste? <laughs> what does that taste like? Are those potatoes? Can you tell me what it tastes People like? People describe those as sort of like delicious chalk. Is that it? <laughs> is that what mashed potatoes taste like? How does everything taste? <laughs> but don't you think they can ruin your meal when they keep coming up and, and asking you that? Yeah. You know what I do is if, about the third or fourth time, I'll pour a glass of water in my lap. And I do this for a number of reasons, especially if I'm outside or, you know, or it's a hardwood floor. I do this for a number of reasons. One, I do it because water can be cleaned up. It's not going to stain anything. Okay. And it'll evaporate even if they just left it there. Okay. Two, it's something that you're doing to yourself. Three... Instead of like outwardly being aggressive, three, it cools down your 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 peeners and your ding stings. Your ding stings. If your ding stings, it'll cool down your peter. Uh, and then also because you can always pretend that it was an accident. Yeah, that's so true. you can just you know the weirdest move to do is you guys should do this. Everybody should. Boiling water in your lap? No, no, that's I've done that before, but there was crab in the pot. So trust me, I got a different type of crabs. <laughs> Downtown. <laughs> so, yeah. so is that a new checkmate? Downtown. <laughs> Downtown. <laughs> checkmate. Downtown. I love that. And so let's do. Keep doing that. You look at somebody. You just look up at them, 
and you have the glass of water and you look into their eyes and you start to pour it deliberately. You just slowly start to pour it. And as it hits your crotch, you go, ah, ah like that. Like you, you go, oh my God, I dropped my glass. Cause then they know like there's a little piece in this. Like he was looking at me and he started to pour that thing in his lap. But everybody else in the restaurant will make a commotion. Like, oh, are you okay? And have the people that you're eating with kind of be like, oh, 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 oh you're right, you're right, you're right. And then as you're sort of cleaning up and stuff, just whisper into the server's ear, I wet my lap. <laughs> and then she'll say, yeah, how's everything tasting? <laughs> Pretty moist. And then you'll go have sex eight times in the kitchen. Yeah, in the fucking wedding. Yeah, yeah, in the wedding kitchen. Let's let's finish with maskers. We've we've done this, but we're going to go back to it. Like 85% of superheroes, this is... Uh, this is something that Sam the Man Harvey has been curious about for quite a while. And Sam, I thought and we I, used I it. I love that. I, Sam the Man, Harvey, Sam the Man is Harvey is great. I thought we had used it. So, and maybe we have. But he wrote it. He he wrote it again. So maybe he didn't hear us use it. But before he wants you, to know. Yeah. yeah. Before you do that, I just want to say I'm really proud of Darren Carter, the party starter. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> just for the name. <laughs> for all of it. Yeah. Well, he's no Sam the Man Harvey. No. He's Sam Darren the Carter, Harvey. the party starter. I like Sam the Man Harvey. Do they call him also the rooster? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's the best. He's he's he's. I'm he's, proud of him. He's a piece of work. He's a piece, and of that's work. a compliment. Yeah. I like people that you say he's a piece of work. Yeah, that means you like him, right? That's a good thing. He's a real character. He's a character. Means of the you kind of don't like him. Oh, uh, okay. I think right. Yeah. Um, a character of the game, we talked about this, that's a positive thing. Yeah. But if you just say, just uh, yeah, a he's a little bit of a character. Just like she has a strong personality, that's mm, never good. Yeah, yeah, that's you're true. You're never like, hey, she, dude, I, you're going to love this girl. She's got a strong personality. Yeah. How about this? He's kooky. He's a little kooky. Is that good? No. No? Right? Is it um, kooky? That's a little bit negative, <laughs> No, right? No, no, no. But when, when it's, it's, if it's an old woman, then you have fun with it. She's a bit of a kook. Yeah, but he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> That could be taken think, either way, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a that's generally a negative. Sam the Depends Man Harvey. On your tone as you say it. Yeah. Oh, he is a real piece of shit. Yeah. I love yeah. him. I'd like to beat the fuck out of that guy. That's <laughs> that seems like there's not as much gray area. <laughs> Sam the Man Harvey. <laughs> Sam the Man Harvey. He writes: Should we be abbreviating cucumbers as cukes or cumbers? Cukes. Cukes. Yeah, because we already got a cummerbund. We've been talking about that. That's a mm, very small cukes. fanny pack. Yeah, it's a stronger, it's a stronger uh, Sam the Man. It's a stronger abbreviation, from cucumbers to cukes. Nice cukes. You could say it like. Uh, uh, you can say it as if kick punch you, your head. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? My joke was going to be about how I thought it was crazy. Keanu Reeves that, with the cucumber. You know, like, like you could say it like you could say it like nice cukes. Like in an instance when, and I was like, in an instance when you would ever tell somebody nice cucumbers, when is that going to happen? You just turn to the the person at Whole Foods. Hey, nice cukes. Nice. Yeah, but I've been going through these cukes. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. excellent cukes today. That's much better than. Uh, You're a real Keanu Reeves cucumber. What's up with these cumbers? Yeah, that doesn't feel as good, dude. It's cukes. But you're the Ke you're the Keanu Reeves cuke. Yeah, yeah. cool as a Keanu Reeves cucumber. He's cool as cute a cuke. As a cuke. <laughs> I love. Yeah, you gotta start doing that as your closer. Forget Yoda having orgasm. I want to hear. I like these cucumbers. <laughs> Mm, you're cukes. I, I, I think that instead of Yoda having an orgasm, you should focus on Keanu Reeves talking about cucumbers. <laughs> uh, Can't that be your closer? Nice cute. Why do you keep trying to replace my current closer? That's what I started <laughs> Have you had anybody come to a show who's part of the 12 and a half who says like, hey, can you, you didn't do the Yoda thing. I thought you might do the Yoda thing. I never have done the Yoda thing on stage since... The early years. I encourage everybody online to ask and demand that Cash, you know, you know what? quits that, his cuking. I think that would be a tweet is taboo. Um, <laughs> what? Tweet is taboo. Um, what else? Do you have, a, do you have one? I think yeah, yeah, I got one. Uh, one. Uh, at Burger Pig mm -hmm. writes, Juniper Lollies. Let's fuck. So what? 
I don't know, man. A lot of these people. Here's one. Not I making sense to me. Here's one. Like, like, look at this at Shitburger Fries. <laughs> right. If it's between me and the other one, which one is us? Yeah, that's, that's a, a tough bummer, one to answer. Yeah. How about this? Daniel Frana writes, uh, better response if someone asked to try on your hat. I have lice. What hat? Or go away, you weirdo. <laughs> go away, you weirdo. Go away, you weirdo. What do you think? I don't like it when people grab my hat and want to wear it. And girls will do that sometimes. Uh, they think, girls think it's cool to like pick up, to grab the hat off your head, put it on their head. I can't stand girls that grab your hat. It really bothers me. Hat grabbers. That's what I call hat them. Grabbers. I don't want a damn thing to do with those flab nabbers. Yeah. Flab nabbing hat grabbers. <laughs> those are the people that steal the flabby parts of other people's body and their hats. <laughs> flab Seriously, nabbing. that's not appropriate. Do you want to go flab nabbing? That's when you go give flab people nabbing. liposuction when they're <laughs> sleeping and then you steal the fat. You steal the flab. I nabbed some flab last night, dude. <laughs> Nab some flab. Dude, I Flabby have, Nabbers. Should we call should 2014. We should we start calling sex that? That's a show. That's that? a TV show. Flabby should, Nabbers. Should we start calling sex that? What? Yeah, dude, I, I nabbed some real flab last I night. I think I was flabbing and nabbing. Is pretty, that sounds good to me. I, was nabbing. I, was, I nabbed some flab. So, uh, yeah, they're flab nabbing hat grabbers. That's if you have sex with someone a little bit more heavy set. Uh, or you. Na- are you nab some flab? No? Um, yeah. It went flab nabbing. Yeah. That's when you go out on the town looking for... Flabs. Flabs. To nab. <laughs> to nab. And pull into your layer. Into your... <laughs> Insane. All right. Anthony okay. Scon. Okay. Anthony S-C-O-N. Okay. Writes, when you hate TJ... When you hate fuck that trash can, did you pull out and ejaculate in a woman without breaking eye contact with the can? Now, that is a reference to a time that actually with uh, my lady of two characters uh, and I were having intercourse, uh, I, I pulled out and ran over and ejaculated into the trash can in the corner of the room. And I looked at her and not breaking eye contact. And I said, this is where it belongs. Yeah. So let me just say he sort of turned it around on me in that case. I when you had sex with that trash can, uh, I don't know if you realize yeah. you couldn't hear me, but I was yelling out, "Hey, garbage cock! <laughs> what are you doing to that trash can?" Yeah, and I I didn't respond because when someone calls you garbage cock in that tone, don't respond. It's just they might as well be saying it's like becoming whisper, whis, whisker tits. It's like the same thing. Whisker tits. This yeah. guy. Oh, this guy was so funny. Let me just tell the story really quickly. Okay. So we gotta go though, because I gotta get out of this garage okay, so, really soon. So this guy. <laughs> really, we've been here a long time. And and I gotta car, get, why didn't you turn off the car? Look, this. I, this. This. Oh uh, no, Ryan! Ryan! This pinball Ryan, machine is totally Ryan, ready. Ryan! 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 I don't believe that he's dead. No, he just. Wants oh, he to got up. He, yeah. he got us. He just again. wants to get to Nick Vatterat's house inside a pinball machine. I'm going to send this off. to Oh, so this guy starts. This guy starts. This, the nicest dude. Nicest okay. dude. Okay. I'm not even going to say his name, um, but he was great. He opened for me at okay. one of the one of the cities, and mm-hmm. um, I think it's. Uh, well, that doesn't even matter. So, but he was a, b- a big fan of the podcast of your podcast. He likes. Mm-hmm. He's part of your twelve and a half. The whole thing, and he. I just thought this was. So sweet, but he was like, uh, what should I introduce you as? And I was like, just introduce me as the star of Yogi Bear 3D because that's the only yeah. way that I get introduced. That's why I did the movie. Um, and the only reason why I did the fucking movie. Uh, and uh, and he said, no, yeah, I'm going to do that, but I also am going to talk about your podcast if that's okay. And yeah. I was like, yeah, well, it's Cash's podcast, but he does have me on it. Fucking <laughs> go to town. He's like, you know what? I think I'm going to start him off with a chant. I think you're really going to like this. And I was yeah. like, I don't. I wanted to like say something to him, but I didn't because he was so yeah. excitable. Plus, he wanted to see what And happened. he got up there and he goes, guys, TJ Miller, he's the star of Yogi Bear 3D, but he has a cool podcast called Cashing In with TJ Miller. And let's all, come on, you've all heard it, right? Big hits, no tits. <laughs> Big hits, no tits. And nobody shared along. <laughs> There wasn't a goddamn. I saw some people who had said like I like the podcast earlier refused to chant it, and so it's the weirdest intro of all time. The guy's like, "Hey guys, right? Big hips, no tits. Big hips, no tits." And everyone's silent. And then he was like, "Uh, okay." And then the second chair came to me. And he goes, "So I don't think I'm going to do the champion again." This time. <laughs> 
I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll just I'll roll with whatever. I'll do it on the. I fly. told you about the worst intro I ever did in Vegas. I don't know if I told. I think I told you this what story. Was it? I, okay, so I'm in Vegas. I know we have to go soon, but I, I'm in Vegas. I was like the first time I'd ever opened there. Yeah, and I forgot the headliner's name. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my god! It was the first night, my first time I've ever been to Vegas performing. Yeah, I'm like just really getting nervous. I'm like, what am I gonna do? So I thought I had the greatest brainchild. I was like, okay, so uh, let's all just uh, you guys ready for your headliner? And they all clapped. I'm like, let's all just yell out his name. <laughs> Come on, he wants to hear you back there. And I figured someone would yell out like his name, and no one yelled it. And th- meanwhile, I'm like frantically searching like the tabletops, like trying to see if his name is somewhere. Oh, like, hey, you don't know it. Now I double down on it because I'm thinking like I've got to. I'm, I'm you didn't know his far. name. I could not remember his name. <laughs> And I was like just it. like freaking out and trying to like drink. And that's why you said, let's all yeah. say his name. Yeah, I'm like, let's name. all say his name together. I'm like, let's, let's let him know. Let's hear it. Let him hear you in back, right? Right? And then, uh, <laughs> so no one was yelling it. They all looked like just completely like, what is he doing? And I'm like, seriously, I'm not bringing him on stage until we all yell out his name together. You doubled down. I doubled down. Vegas I doubled down. I'm like, all of the chips just went to the middle of the table, right? I'm like, really? I, I'll wait. I'll wait. I want us all to scream out his name together. And uh, no one yelled anything. I guess somebody like went out into the lobby or something, found out his name, came back in. They're like, you know, John Francis or whatever his <laughs> yeah. name was. John and I'm Francis. like, that's right. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, bring up John Francis. Oh, and not everybody yelled it. No, you not just, everyone yelled it. Once you got it, you're like, okay. I, know. I, I was done, right? <laughs> so this guy comes out on stage. John. It was not John Francis. I don't know who it was. Right, but John but came out. Whoever it was. John comes out and like. I shook his hand. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? He was so pissed. Like, he was so pissed. He thought I tried to embarrass him. Like, he wasn't like a big name. Right? Uh, it was the worst. Okay, listen, buddy. Here's your gift. I know a lot of people are curious what I'm going to give you. Oh, I mean, it's, a, a, it's a cliff I've been hanging from it's for a, a while now, You've Dad. been hanging from a cliff. Here, let me just give you this. Oh, wait. Just open it up. It's, okay, it's kind of in a card form, but just open it up. Thank you so I much. Just, I just wanted to give you this gift. It's I, better than a pinball just, machine. Okay, you promise? Yeah, I promise. Because I kind of wanted a pinball machine. This is the machine. conclusion of the you know cliffhanger. What is Cash going to give TJ to make up... Wait, that's a oh, that's that's the one. Ryan that you just open. On. Well, that's no, also you just, just open the card. It makes that noise. Oh, too. Oh, the, yeah. oh, it's a pinball card. Okay, yeah. yeah. To TJ, yeah. Always remember, this is the truth. Love, sort of cash. Okay. Well, let me open this up. This is heavy cardstock. Ah, there we go. Oh, it's another card. Look at this. Hmm. Huh. Dear TJ, you can come on my show again. Love, not really. Cash. So, is this the gift? Yeah. You're asking me to come back on the show? Yeah, do you want to do the show again? My fans love you. Of course I'd love to do the show again, but Ryan gets a pinball machine every single episode. Oh, the reward is to do the show itself. Ryan, would you say that? It's not my reward. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my reward, but... All right, well, thank you. Yeah, I'd love to come back on oh, the show. I'm so relieved. But if you have another pinball machine and I come back on the show, would you maybe give me that show? That I'll look machine? around. I'll see if I can get you a pinball machine. There's about 40 pinball machines in this garage. Yeah. This is this could be like you you've know you've got what? seven Adams family, yeah, you've got eight Indiana true. Jones, and you've got fifteen. You know what I'm going to do? Rocket blaster. I know. I'm Fla- gonna- and look at this one. You got two two pinball machines. The flab nabbers ones. <laughs> they made them that quickly. Yeah. Look at those bumpers. <laughs> those bumpers are just fleshy little arm fat. Ah. <laughs> uh- it's triple banger lightning round. And this is the end of the episode. Come back and listen to our hundredth episode. Now leaving Nerdist.com.